1: Welcome to another episode. I am your host W I Z E and I have a very special guest. I've been trying to get her on my show for probably over a year now and we finally got to work it out and get her on the schedule. She's a podcaster. She's the host of the Juicy Pear podcast. She's an author. She actually has a book that just came out in January. The Awakening. Welcome to the show. Wendy Coke. What's going on, Wendy?
0: Hey, thank you so much, Wise, for having me on. It's such a pleasure to be on your show today. I'm
1: oh, it's excited. my pleasure. Like, like I said, I've been trying to. We've been trying to get this together for the longest time. We finally got it together, and it's here.
0: I know so, it's been a cra- crazy last few months.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. So when you originally started your podcast, it was a duo. It is yes. no longer a duo. Yep. It's you by yourself now.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, um, I enjoyed. Uh, having Sean on, she was um, she was fabulous, but it you know it just wasn't really her wheelhouse. And she you know we we're we're still really good friends and things. And um, you know uh, I love taking the wheel. I, I love finding guests and marketing and doing everything with that that comes with it. And uh, yeah, it's been really fun. So um, I think the uh, the most fun part of podcasting, and I think you can share this sentiment, is all the
1: cool people you get to meet right yes it, it actually is i've met i've networked with so much so many amazing people um you sarah yeah. brandy i can there's so many people i can name that yeah. i've connected yeah. with that i've developed friendships with people that you probably would have never met in your life and because of podcasting and because, because of the situation where everybody now is virtual, yeah, you're able to meet people from all over the world, and I've made connections with people from all over the world. So that's been a blessing, and and I I'm, I love talking to people.
0: I know, same here. I mean, it's just there is no other way I can think of that you you know you get in. It's just a wonderful excuse to uh, meet new people, learn their story, tell their story, and learn you know, learn something new because of it. I always learn something new when I hear a podcast, always. And um, it's just, it's wonderful. And, you know, um, we were talking before that, you know, our podcasts are called Pandemic Babies because it was started during the pandemic. One of the um, wonderful things that happened because of it. I don't know if I would have started it because of that. I don't know. Um, I do know that, you know, I was tired of hearing um incessant depressing stuff on tv and you know everything was depressing and all and it just kept it just wouldn't stop it was just kept going on and on and there was this huge great cloud and i thought you know um there's got to be a better way to live (laughs) they're just i mean you know just to try to get um entertainment out there in a joyful way and to be positive and um just to try to get your mind off of all the crap that's going on in the world. And basically that's why I started um, my podcast.
1: And mine's is similar. I started my podcast because I was furloughed from work, okay. but I had, I had already purchased equipment. I was, I wanted, I had wanted to start a podcast since 2019, but I was forced to forced to, to start my podcast. And I'm, I'm very happy that I was, it was just, yeah. I was home. I was sitting home talking yeah. on the phone, with my nephew. And like I said, I had purchased equipment a year before okay. exactly a year before. And cause I, I was going to do a sports podcast with a friend and I just, just made up excuses to now, first of all, it didn't work out between me and a friend because him and his wife had a baby. So newborns are crazy. So his schedule, oh, yeah and work and so i just started making excuses for myself like
0: mm-hmm.
1: why would anybody want to listen to me i sound horrible i probably i'm probably gonna suck now nah, I don't want to do it so i started just putting the thought out know, that i can not do it yeah just not just not just making up excuses being stuck in my mind and that's yeah. why i named it stuck in my mind podcast because I was stuck in my head making excuses. And so when I finally decided to press record, it was like something awoke in me and and yeah. and I have a lot to say now. And so like you, I bring guests on. I have them share their story. I learn a lot from my guests. And at, at one point I was kind of, um, I said it was selfish of me of want, learning all this stuff from all my guests. And someone corrected me. And said, No, that's self love because you're wanting to grow and develop. And so it's okay for you to want this as well as want it for your listeners because you as well need to nurture yourself to grow and, and develop.
0: Absolutely. There is uh, nothing wrong with doing something that you really, truly enjoy. And people will know that and they'll see that. And that's why you know it'll be good. If you're doing it from your heart, I mean, you're going to find your core audience. And, you know, the hard part is, is sometimes we just have to get out of our own way, really. We're the ones that are putting barriers to, um, to it, making it harder than it has to be. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I know when I first started out, it was it was difficult. I mean, I didn't know anything about podcasting. Um, I listened to, gosh, my first podcast, I think I listened to a TED Talk. Um, it was somebody... At Starbucks and it was just so intimate and relaxing and very knowledgeable and I'm like oh wow and you just felt like you were like in the room and um I just thought this is really cool this is something that I think I want to pursue myself but I didn't know anything about podcasting in fact I had to take a class on it and it was kind of difficult at first because I'm not you know I am tech savvy to a point but then I don't, I, I ran into some problems, um, you know, it was, it was hard, I don't know, I mean, I'm sure I could have Googled a hundred different things or, you know, gone on YouTube a million different times to, you know, um, look up how to do every single thing, but goodness, that could be tedious as well. So um, yeah, I took a class and that helped out tremendously and, you know, because you gotta make sure your artwork is uh, really sort of on point so you can get accepted into the directories, right? And you got to know what you can say and what, you know, what Apple doesn't necessarily like to have. You know, if you have like an apple on your um, your cover design, they don't they don't like that. You know, it's kind of frowned upon. So certain things like this that, you know, coming into it, you don't necessarily know right away. But then, you know, you learn.
1: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I've I've taught myself so much Uh since I've learned to do my podcast. I edit my podcast, I've, and since I started the video portion of it this past September, it was me learning how to, how to edit video. Now yeah. it was me learning about cover art, making sure I had a specific size. Apple yeah. requires a specific size. Um, and Google requires a difference. So. I had to make sure that I did the research on what platform I wanted to release my 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 podcast on. Right. Like Excuse me. But every like everybody's like oh, everybody's jumping on with Anchor cuz it's free. Sometimes free isn't always better. So right. I made sure I did my research. I found a platform that I was happy with with all yeah. the benefits that they offered and and I haven't had a problem with them. They I'm just every single platform you could probably name i'm on there
0: mm-hmm. and, that's what here. You it, want.
1: and that's what you some, want, you want you exactly want to get your, you want to get your podcast out on all these directories because not everyone has apple not everyone uses spotify right. not everyone uses google they use right. different other apps
0: and it's so cool too i remember um, when my friend uh, first came up to me and said hey i was on alexa and i said hey um play a juicy pear podcast and it came right up and i was like oh my gosh i mean that's incredible you know that's just incredible what technology can do nowadays um but yeah i mean i have a lot of fun guests um on i got a lot of episodes really fun episodes coming out during the summer uh, i'm going to be interviewing a bunch of ghost hunters um I think i'm interview. oh just all kinds of people a makeup artist that um she does a makeup artistry for horror films i have somebody who has um had a ufo experience and uh you know uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty bizarre some of these um some of these things that people have encountered but you know that's why i want to have them on the show i i'm not there to uh judge or anything like that i just want them to tell their story um you know if i find it creative and uh, compelling i absolutely want to have them on the show um yeah and just have the viewers listen to it and make up their own minds you know
1: and uh, listen it's everyone it it, it, there's a niche especially in podcasting there's a niche for almost everything And, and and ghost hunting and and supernatural is a big a big, big has a big following. A lot of people; oh, yeah. those podcasts have some uh, unbelievable downloads. People really tune in to f- really listen to what these people have to say, yeah. and, and and I applaud them for that. Listen, like whatever you have to do to find what makes you happy, and if that's what was meant for you to do, is to go go something and and, and share these stories. More power to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I have creatives on the show, like musicians, authors, artists, um, entrepreneurs, spiritual people, um, healers, people that have overcome obstacles. I'm going to have on the show um, somebody who, um, you know, he was a police officer and um, he ended up losing his job. He hurt his back or something and he was addicted. He became addicted to um, drugs. And he just did a complete spiral, spent some time in, um, I think it was prison. And uh, so I'm gonna have him on the show. Uh, I'm excited to have him on. It's inspirational because he's come out of it now. And now he's uh, got a number one best-selling book. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to have him on. I'm gonna have him on in a few weeks. And yeah, I mean, it's just incredible, um, all the different people that you get to um, communicate with.
1: Yeah, it is. I've like you, I've had celebrities on. I have I've had entrepreneurs, authors, coaches. Yep. High school friends of mine that are that are, that are successful. I have a friend yeah. of mine who he is uh, uh, one of the he, he is one of the hottest real estate agents in Brooklyn. Oh, cool. And 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 to have him on. And, and, we, and we spoke about our goal setting and everything we was doing. Another friend of ours from high school was listening to, heard that episode and they were on the fence about starting their own business. And after hearing us speak, they decided that, Hey, if these guys that I know and I grew up with are capable of doing what they're doing, why can't I do my business?
0: Absolutely. And
1: so when they, when they sent me that message, it was like, Oh, man, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, this is this is what I'm supposed to do is share, share people's stories, share my story, and maybe someone out there might have to might need to listen to it, might need it at a certain point. So the fact that it's out there for them, it, it's it's what I'm supposed to do.
0: Yeah. And, you know, in this business where, you know, really considered thought leaders and um, kind of leaders and getting and propelling people to um, do what they want to do. That's the neat thing too. They can get inspired and think, you know, um, I'm going to break through some barriers and I'm just going to do, I'm going to do it and just see what happens. And um, I definitely think it's worth it. But um, I wanted to t- tell you about my new sign I just got. Uh, my husband just got it for me. Let me I'll move it over just for... I'm super excited! Yeah, I saw,
1: I saw. you posted. I saw you posted on Facebook. I was like, "Oh man, I have to get me a sign now."
0: I know, oh gosh, I've been. You know what? Sarah has this beautiful sign. Um, oh yeah, the that's the um child's yeah, show. That's and your child's, so, yeah. From it's so professional and beautiful, and it's always sitting in the back. I'm like, you know what? I got to get something like that. Um, and I've been wanting to get a sign for the longest time. So yeah, finally got yeah, it. No, up yeah. There. I, I
1: have to get me a sign. I definitely. I, I yeah, wanted you to do. get me. A sign. I have to get me. I have to get me a, a on the air sign for the front of my door so no one walks into the oh, studio. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, st- bedroom slash studio, and then <laughs> And then I, I, I don't always want to use my green screen that like, that I have now. I, I yeah. really do want to use my my the, the wall that I have in the back because I have some 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 things hanging on there with some inspirational quotes that I love and yeah. I have a, 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 a picture of a Yankee Stadium that my daughter got me for Christmas. Oh, nice. And so it's, it's it's in a beautiful frame. And so it's right behind my green screen. Okay. So, so I need to get, bring it down. And that's why I also wanna get the sign so I can hang the sign up back there.
0: Yeah, you gotta yeah. get a sign made. I think you should. Um, <laughs> Well, so, also, oh, go ahead.
1: You, so yes, you're you're an author. You um, uh, you just released a book in January. Tell us something yeah. about the, a little something about the book.
0: Yeah, so um, I just released. It's called An Awakening, and by Wendy Koch. And really, you know, um, this was uh, written during the pandemic. And my first book, I should say, it's called A Gray Resort. I won an award for it. Um, I got a lot of great reviews from it and I really wasn't intending on um, I just wanted to write one book. So I should say a great resort really is about my experiences growing up on a northern uh, town in a small northern, northern town in Wisconsin. Um, there's the cover. However, it is fiction because um, you know, I decided to make it a fiction book. I wanted to there were some paranormal things that happened on the resort. So I thought, you know that would be a great premise for a book. So it took many years. It took like eight years to write it because I'm a mom of two sets of twins. I was in uh, the throes of child rearing and I just didn't have the time. But um, what I was realizing through those years, too, is, you know, I always loved to write. I like to write even when I was a little girl. I wrote more poetry and short stories. But writing was a a continual escape from me, for me. And I needed that, you know. Um, when I was in the trenches of motherhood, um, you know, all of them were when they were five and younger, it was just, you know, go, go, go all the time. You kind of, sometimes you lose yourself um, when you're doing that. And, you know, writing was an escape. It was a world away. And I just, I had, um, I knew what I wanted to write about. And, um, you know, it's, yeah, so it came out in 2019. And, I got a lot of great feedback i got from all different kinds of people not just one set of people i mean all different kinds um guys your age all the way to like maybe 13 14 year olds that said that oh i love the book and then i gave it to my mom to read my mom loved the book um i've had some guys say you know um i picked up the book because i thought it was about fishing because there's a (laughs) dock," and um you know and they they're like you know what it's not really normally what I read, but I couldn't, I find myself, I couldn't put it down. So, um, that was just incredible to hear, but I didn't intend to write more than one book. You know, I was just done with it. Um, so my author friend suggested, she goes, after she read it, she said, you know, this really needs to be a series. You can't just stop at one book, you know, you have a very, you know, she says, you just very creative you're very out there with these characters you can't just stop with one book and i'm like okay then what do you what do you want me to do it was funny she said do a series make it three books and continue on with the story so i took that to heart and uh that's what i did and uh that's um an awakening is my second book so it's about really um I made an awakening, uh, a type of book that you wouldn't necessarily have to read the first one. You know, you could just pick this one up and, uh, you know, just kind of take it from there. You could kind of follow along with what was going on, really. So basically, it's about the set of characters um, in the small town called Nielsville, based on my real um, local hometown of Tomahawk. But I changed, you know, the name of the town. I changed the name of characters. There's people that... Um, I decided to put in the book, you know, of course, I've changed names and scenarios and things. But there's some people in there that are people that I actually know, which was really fun. And there's some that I've completely made up, which um, that was kind of fun, too. And really, it's just, um, it was really fun to write. I really enjoyed writing. Um, I have a favorite character in the book. It's a couple Lyle and Cassie. They are If I could just say, uh, so Cassie really is somebody, she's a middle-aged woman, she's got this white blonde bouffant hairdo, red lipstick, tells dirty jokes, um, very flamboyant, eccentric, uh, commands attention of the room, very, you know, that's her character, and I brought her, she's so fun, and she's based on a real character, and um, she's so, she's, she's one of my favorite characters to write. And uh, she's in the book, uh, An Awakening, and she experiences, um, you know, these residents of Nielsville are um, experiencing a type of evil. There's an evil kind of coming into town and um, they're starting to slowly realize it and they're trying to figure out um, what to do about it and how to get rid of it. So that's really what um, An Awakening is about. I would love everybody to pick one up, to pick up my books. Um, And I would love to hear your comments uh, and hear what you thought about it. And yeah, um, and I'm currently working on book three. In fact, I was working on it earlier today. It's hard to find the time.
1: So. You said the characters are basically loose on people, you know? Yes. Yep. Have has anyone like that, that, you know, that read the book? realized? hey, like, that's me.
0: My sister. <laughs> <laughs> so my sister re- read agreement. She's like, oh, OK, that's, you know, um, since An Awakening just came out, I'm kind of waiting. Um, there's a couple people I know that are characters in the book. I'm not going to say who. I got permission, of course. Um, so that'll be interesting to uh, see what they think. But um, yeah, and there's a there's a completely made up character called The Traveler. He's a great character as well. He was somebody that um, I don't know. He's like a supernatural guy. He's been around for thousands of years, and uh, he knew he knows about these. They're called distractors. Um, I totally, you know, made that up. They're they're like these evil beings that are coming to town, and they kind of want to take over everybody. And um, the traveler has encountered these things over the years, and he's kind of you know he's kind of let them, you know go by and just kind of let them do what they want to do. He kind of minded his own business, but now he's kind of getting sick of it and he kind of want, wants to help the humans. And um, yeah, so that's kind of plays out in a big way in an awakening.
1: Would you ever consider making it into a movie or, or a miniseries?
0: Absolutely. I've had so many people tell me it should be a movie. Um, people that have read the book, a lot of them have said, you know, I could easily see this as a netflix movie i I, it would be fabulous and i would have to agree i think it really would um i wanted to what i did when i was thinking about this book is i didn't want it to be another cheesy romance um i didn't want it to be just another i don't know um utopian sort of uh book you know that's already been done many many times What I wanted to do is I wanted to create a piece of magic and I wanted it to be so compelling that people would not want to put it down, that they would want to turn the page. And that was my mindset going into it. I didn't want, you know, I don't care how much money I make. I don't make all that much from, you know, I think one, I sell one copy on Amazon, I I might get a dollar. So that's not the goal. But the goal is, I mean, I would love for everybody to read my book because I think they're pretty cool um but uh the goal really was i had this fire in me and i think i thought you know i've got some i i got this magic and i really want to have that come into play in this book um you know it's magical place in uh, northern wisconsin it was a really great place to grow up it was along a lake it was uh had a lot of cabins and that's where I grew up and it was really fun and I wanted to capture that and I wanted to have something that I could always you know come back to and read because uh, you know my parents my dad's passed on they don't have the resort anymore but it was really just a great it was a great place to grow up it was during the 70s and 80s and you know my parents love to have people together they gather people together they had all these parties you know and I remember you know they had they, they had these picnics and stuff, and then afterwards my dad would get a, his get his guitar out and start playing, and you know I remember as a little girl just you know walking through the crowd and bumping into people, <laughs> it was just great. You know it was just a very fun, um, easy, casual, relaxed atmosphere, which is um, you know so different from today, and yeah I I, I enjoyed um, reliving that as I was writing a gray resort. It was that was fun. I would remember different things that happened and things and
1: yeah. That's 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 cool, cool. I'm actually I actually just ordered both books.
0: Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. Oh I've, yes. I so so I appreciate it. Oh my gosh, I'm
1: both honored. Books, thank you. About it and
0: yeah. God, if you like them, I God, I would I would love to have a review. Oh my God, I love reviews. I will definitely
1: I will definitely I will I will do you one better. I will do an order audio review video audio review
0: oh sweet that is so cool thank you so much um sure. you know i it, it's like uh as the v reviews are steadily coming in you know when an awakening just came out january 29th i believe and you the night before you know i got really nervous in fact i was talking to my daughter with it and i'm like uh, I don't know, what if people don't like it? What if people don't, you know, um, it, there's, a, there's a, a a terror that kind of goes through you. And I remember going through that with a great resort because I'm like, you know, I won an award for a great resort. I have kind of a lot to live up to, you know, I wanted to make it as good as the first one. What if no one likes it, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you just kind of sit there and cross your fingers until you get the first review, right? Yeah. And um, when I got that first one, um, you know, Oh, it was so hard to put down. Um, I love the story. I felt like it was there. I was like, whew. <laughs> it's like, you know, um, it resonated with at least one person and uh and uh that made me so happy.
1: That's, that's it, it was it was like when you was just talking about it, I was like, you know what, let me let me support, let me get her oh, books that- and, and, and I'll review review them. And, and yeah, so it's so you have to support, you have to support friends, you have to support people who work hard at what they do. And I'm, I've, I've always been like that. I've always support people that I know, people that I like, people that I know are trying to do positive things. Oh. And, and so you have to support. And And how do you expect people to support you if you can't support people?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So. It's so important. Um, thank you so much. That um, I really appreciate that so much, because I don't, you know, some people don't realize um, there's just a lot of time that goes into it, a lot of solitary time, a lot of, um, you know, I love it. I, I want people to get, my, you know, to read my stories. I want them to be entertained by them. You know, I want them to be taken away. That's the goal. You know, just that, you know, oh, I have a few minutes here and there to pick up my book and and read it and be like, oh wow, this is this is pretty cool. You know that. It just, for me, that doesn't get any better. And um, I feel uh, a lot of gratitude that I'm able to do that. You know, it took me a while. Um, You know, I wish I would have, you know what, I I take that back because, you know, Amazon wasn't around, um, what, 10, 15 years ago. It was, you know, Amazon- Not not like
1: it is now. yet, no, no. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, you know, all the opportunities that you can have, they just didn't have that back then. so maybe you know things come when they're supposed to, you know.
1: No, it's 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 crazy. It, it's it's amazing that because now you no longer need to go to a big publishing house. You don't really right. have to have their backing. It's it's great because you have that the marketing it and everything. It, it, it's the amazing. marketing
0: aspect. Yes, it would be uh, magnified about a thousand times. Yes. Uh, the drawback for that, though, is um, you not all, I guess it would depend on the publishing house, but you tend to lose some of your creativity. Um, You know, you don't own 100% of your rights. You have to kind of conform a little bit to what they think um, will sell and what they want. You know, it's more of their vision, which, you know, there's a lot of give and take there. There's some good things because like you said, you know, the marketing is would be fabulous because but um, you know as an indie author i marketing is hard but it, it's fun too um, it's
1: rewarding i find that i find it rewarding we we've actually self-published our own book my, we, we self-published my nephew's book and so what's it called uh the plus life uh from prison to peace oh
0: and i have to order it, that one
1: and so it was it was it was fulfilling and rewarding for me to help him bring his vision to life, to for us to bring this book out for people to read it. And
0: were you like a friend of his, and then you interviewed him, or how? No, how no, this,
1: they... this is my family. This is my nephew. Awesome. He's, okay. he's, he's my nephew. He's more of my brother. We grew up together. It, it's crazy because we're so we're so close in age because I'm the youngest Great. from all my siblings. My mom had me went later on in life. Okay. So she had me. She was like 38, and I had siblings that are already 20, 19. So me and my yeah. nephew are similar in age. We're very close in age, so we grew up more like brothers than anything else. And we lost touch for a while. And during the pandemic, we we got reunited, got back together, and we started building this this media company. We yeah. we, we we have the production company. We have the internet radio station. We we self-publishing books. Yeah, we, we're we're doing. I'm doing the pot My podcast is doing well on YouTube. It's doing well on it's on different. the other, the other plop, platforms that we have. And yes, we're not. As we we're successful in, the, in in the fact that we're doing what we set out to do. What we want to do.
0: Exactly, And
1: and so eventually all the other stuff is going to come with it. All the other stuff is going to catch up and, and then we'll be able to really enjoy more what we're doing because right now, yes, it is a business. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: But it's, it's not, it's not a job. We love to do it. Right. So no matter what work we have to put into it, Cause whenever you entrepreneurship is not easy,
0: people no. think, Oh yeah,
1: I'm going to own my own business. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be my own boss, but not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur. Right.
0: right.
1: Some people don't realize you're going to probably work more hours being an entrepreneur than you would a nine to five.
0: Yeah. You got to hustle it.
1: And at you, first you you're probably not going to make as much money as you would work in a right. nine to five.
0: And you've got to be people. your own, you know, you got to be your own cheerleader because you're not always going to have that, uh, the people cheering for you. Uh, eventually you will, but when you don't, you still got to be out there, um, you know, cheering for yourself, um, getting out there, you know, getting out of your own way, cons- you know, constantly doing things that uh, might be out of your comfort zone just to stay relevant. That's, you know, it's a lot of work.
1: Yeah, it is. It actually yeah. is. And and so, for us to to do what we're doing, I, I I commend every indie podcaster out there, especially the ones who who do all the things that we do, who yeah. who are the marketing, who are the cover, who creates the cover art, who does right. whatever editing that we need.
0: The producer, the editing, every, the, everything. Uh, we we're marketing. everything. We're everything. all in one.
1: Yes. We're all yeah. in one. Yeah. We, we don't have the backing of, of big machines like Spotify and Apple and all these other right. places. Right. We're independent yeah. and I, and that's why I enjoy listening more to, to the people that I've met because I know they put their heart and soul into what they do. These shows that yeah. they produce, they they're, they're like me, they love it because they do it because they love it. Yeah. And not because they, do it. not because you're getting a big paycheck. Don't get me wrong; a big paycheck, getting a big paycheck is lovely, great.
0: Well, sure, but
1: for the most part, us indie podcasters do it more because we love it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've never, you know, I've done so many jobs that I didn't like for a steady paycheck, and I think I just came to the realization, and um, you know, I'm able to, which is nice. I I don't um, discount that, but. You know, I sort of a late bloomer. I kind of late in life kind of fell into what I really love doing. And um, I feel thankful for, for that because I don't think there's some people that go through life not really knowing what they want to do and don't do it. You know, um,
1: it's it's yeah. funny. It's it's crazy because me and you share such a, sim, a similar path to what because like you. I didn't know what I love. I didn't know what my passion was. I didn't know. Yeah. What it was, and it, when I, in my forties, is when I come to find out that I have a voice that yeah, I'm good behind this mic. I'm not. A, you I'm,
0: are. You got that pr- voice. You got that. Prior voice to this, <laughs> prior to
1: this, yeah, prior to this, I didn't. I didn't do radio. I didn't do TV. That wasn't. That wasn't my profession. Yeah. And now, I can't see myself not doing this. That's
0: that's great. I love that. Uh, I mean, with writing too, I mean, I didn't know anybody, that's that, that's a hard, uh, not to crack too, oh my word. Um, usually, it's really good to have a connection in the publishing industry. Um, you know, if you pick up a book and you look at it and you read it and you're thinking, oh goodness, how did that get published? Well, nine times out of ten, that's usually, uh, the author is usually somebody, you know, he knows somebody of importance that is in the publishing industry, um, I didn't realize that going in, but I've kind of found some things out. It was really hard. It was really hard breaking through, and um, I did have an author friend, which kind of pointed me in the right direction of uh, of even what um, indie author uh, business to use. Um, I went through Book Book Baby, and um, you know they're amazing. They have their own graphic design team, their marketing team. And I don't know if you've heard of the movie, The Shack? Yes. Okay, so that, that book came from Book Baby. He used Book Baby as well. So um, yeah, they're very, um, I love them. In fact, when I first got my very first markup of my book, you know, I told them exactly how I wanted the cover and um, they have their own professional team. They design the cover. I tell them right down to the font, the, the shades of the colors, what what was to be in the cover. And when I got that first uh, mock-up, I cried because they nailed it right from the first time. I mean, I cried. I was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, this is it. And then when it got mailed to me, it was just incredible because I never thought that would happen. And um, it did. And uh, it's been great.
1: It, it, it's funny just actually I wrote a forward. I wrote the foreword for the book and um, I didn't really, I what it was is because I I don't consider myself a very good writer, so what I did was I recorded it and I sent it to to um, the person who helped us edit yeah. the book and everything, and she transcribed it into into words. Nice. And so yeah. it, it was it was an honor for me to to write it for him because, like I said, he's he's more like a brother than anything else, and and for me it was just like being being able to help someone you love yeah, accomplish a dream or a goal, whatever it, it, that right there in itself is very, very really like, gratifying. Yeah. It's just like, so makes you it just makes you warm. just makes you fill up inside and just like, this is what I want to continue to do. Help as many people as possible, just help as many people as possible. Even if it's just one dream or one accomplishment or one goal,
0: if I can help them
1: accomplish one thing, then, then I'm good.
0: That's such a wonderful thing for you to do because it's kind of rare to have people do that. To be honest with you, there's usually something else, um, you know, contractual, you know, I'll do this. If you do that kind of thing. And um, it's so wonderful to do that just from the heart, just because, just because you believe in that person, that's, that's, amazing
1: that you did that well it it it, it, it's it goes both ways he the same blind faith i put into him he puts into me like Mm -hmm. when i said i wanted to launch an internet radio station he said let's. he's like all right let's do this when i told him that i wanted to start a production company he was like okay i'm with you so to have someone there that like sees what you see and, and knows that we can working together, we can get it done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, it's it's nothing more, especially when it's family. Especially when you get to work with family, and you get to build something from nothing. Where yeah, that's people, very
0: inspirational.
1: Where where you even try to include other family members, and yeah. and when you the response is crickets, and yeah. so. We're like, you know what? All right, we—that's we, not gonna deter us from doing what we're doing. No, no. So
0: don't.
1: Let it, no. we have we, been grinding for the last two years. We—we we released the book at, in January, just like you. The beginning of okay. January, released the book. And this past January, I—I I, I went over a, a thousand subscribers on YouTube. This oh, past fair. March, fair. this March, I just got monetized awesome it, so it, it, it's been a lot of work but it's so fulfilling because we've put the work in we've put mm-hmm. we've put the sweat and and like i said being indie podcasters there's nothing more fulfilling than that because be,
0: yeah no, i'm sorry i was just gonna say it'd be fun if we all met sometime at like some podcast convention you know me go pick up sarah and then you know um that would be i'm excited that you're gonna go to one in florida that's that'll be that'll be really fun and actually
1: i'm i'm actually gonna link up with a few people podcasters okay. that i that that i've done interviews with nice um, so they're gonna be down there so to be able to sit down with them and and record is gonna be dope and and that's what i plan on doing is like if I could meet up with people that I've never met before and be like, "Hey, I, I want to record. Why not?" Like, I'm taking mm-hmm. equipment with me. Oh yeah, yep. So, I'm I'm excited. I'm I, who knows what connections I can make there. That's who knows cool. what shows I could be on or, or yeah. Right I versa. mean, the sky's
0: so, the limit. I mean, yeah. it's gonna be nothing but good things. Good things coming your way. I can see it.
1: <laughs> I, I I was like, oh, when my I was like, yo, I told my nephew, I was like, yo, you wanna go to a podcast convention? He's like, hell yeah. I was like, uh-huh. all right. So I purchased the tickets, I got the flights, uh, and I got the hotel, and, and we all set. And now can't wait to meet.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then you'll have to um tell us how it went. I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be a blast.
1: Well, um, I don't know if you know Jeff DeWoskin. Oh, okay, he has a podcast. <laughs> Okay. That, that's funny because that's his line he says um he says uh people are like oh you have a podcast so it's funny um and i met him through someone we will not name okay, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like voldemort gotcha. <laughs> it's i uh, i also I met him through through uh, voldemort okay <laughs> and and it's just he's gonna be down there because he's actually gonna be a speaker at the event so I'm going to be able to link up with him and and record. I've been on his podcast. He's been on mine. Um,
0: Yeah, all the connections that you make is so invaluable. I mean, you know, you learn a little from each person, too, and uh, it's going to be nothing but uh, good things. I, Yeah, I can't wait to go to... Probably next year, I'd like to go to a convention. Where are you at? Um, West Michigan. Oh, Yeah, in Grand Rapids area, Michigan. So think Detroit, and we're about... (laughs) three and a half, four hours on the west side. Oh, okay. We're about, like, 40 minutes from the Big Lake, Lake Michigan.
1: Lake Michigan, okay. Yeah. Uh Oh, Oh, so yeah, you you, you know what I'm going through with the snow and everything.
0: (laughs) Oh, God, I'm so sick of it. I'm so over it like everybody else. I am just so, it's supposed to get, I don't know, maybe 70, which is
1: unbelievable.
0: um, Last
1: week, week, it was beautiful. Last Tuesday and Wednesday was beautiful over here. You're in square,
0: Pennsylvania,
1: right? Yeah, I'm in the and I'm, I'm in the mountains in Pennsylvania, and and so. Yesterday, I'm sitting in my studio slash bed spare bedroom, and I'm looking out the window, and it's snowing. And I'm like, oh my so god, I'm no over god. this. Yeah. So yeah, it's just I'm over it.
0: <laughs> yep. Same. Same
1: but Uh, now when wendy now is time where you really get to plug everything plug your instagram website facebook everything
0: all right cool well thank you um so everyone can follow me um send me a friend request on you know i love making new connections i'm wendy coke k-o-k um on facebook i have wendy m coke author uh facebook group on instagram i'm wendy coke four on um tick tock i'm wendy coke author on youtube um i haven't been on youtube in a while but i do need to get back up and running on that it's a juicy pair podcast and you know if you're a creative um if you've had a paranormal experience um ufo experience i would love to have you on the show you could email me at uh, coke wendy769 at gmail.com um yeah I, i'm pretty much everywhere you can find me and um yeah my books are all over amazon barnes and noble really all everywhere you can get books and um it's called an awakening and if you put my name in with an awakening it it would be better it would come up better because i think there's a lot of books with awakening in the title so um yeah thank you so much
1: i know it's my it's my pleasure to have you on the show like i said we've been working on this for a, <laughs> for a while now, and we and we can never get together, and so to be able to finally sit down and record with you is has been great. And like yeah, even um, though we did, we just recorded with we just recorded on Friday. Yeah,
0: we a little, had a fun live last Friday. That was
1: fun. yes. So, um, well, so I'm yeah. So I, I've I had like I've had Sarah on before, so it, it was cool. So yeah. now to finally have you on. Like I said, it's been a while since we try to work this out. But yeah, yeah I'm man. So I, glad it did.
0: Um, yeah. yeah it's been a
1: pleasure thank you so much for having me as a guest oh no the pleasure again the pleasure is all mine um, hold on a second don't just leave just yet but um, I was about to give my shout out so big shout out to my Real Wise fam Brandy J, Poppy J love you guys big shout out to the boss lady Fina love you baby a big shout out to our guest, Wendy M. Coke, the host of a Juicy Pear podcast and definitely go get her book And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. And you know how your boy Wise does it. Peace out.